listening to Pit Pass Radio. Right, thanks, Chris. I want to give a big shout-out to Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa. You can find Yamaha, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Beta, KTM, Polaris, all under one roof at Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes. See the friendly staff in Grimes, Iowa, or find them online at hicklinpowersports.com. PJ, what's going on out at Hicklin? We are not remodeling anything this very second, which is a change <laughs> that I welcome. What, what is that? They are constantly what, what are you moving mean? and shaking. We have been constantly, it feels like, remodeling for what also feels like years. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more to come, but right now we're not actively remodeling anything. Or adding anything. Like or a, adding anything you guys, right now. Are you, you guys going to do a tanning salon now that you got hair? <laughs> hair if we had more room, on? I wouldn't write it off. It is pretty long winters here, as we all know. <laughs> we all get a little pasty. But, uh, yeah, we don't have the footprint for that. The barbershop, Garage Gals are doing great, though, at the shop. Uh, I actually really like that. Yep, and you're not the only one. Every one of my friends who I've uh, told you need to come in and try it once is now a diehard fan. I, I they only to, go there, and to they've told there. other friends. I'll tell you what, me, I've grown up at the motorcycle shop, right? My dad owned Country Cycle and Winterset, and uh, I don't even go there now, but the uh the 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 it was like hanging out at the pool hall it's where we went and it was something that was in my lifestyle from the time i was you know four or five years old and until well before that actually i was three years old my folks had it and i mean that's all i did as soon as i could get out of school i'd pin it there to get on my bike and ride because we had a track out back but uh even and then after my dad sold it and um it changed hands. It was still the place to go. I always just went just to chill at the parts counter. You'd take your lunch. You know, when you're on your lunch break, you'd take your you'd take your lunch to the bike just shop and out. eat. And just it was just a hangout. And I think that uh, motorcycle shops are they have lost that so much. It is not. It uh, is, it's cold when you go into a bike shop. They're there to sell you something. Or and I get that. I mean, that's their gig. That's that's how you keep the lights on. It's just a different deal now. And and I don't know. Maybe some motorcycle shop uh, owners wouldn't wouldn't appreciate me saying that. But I, I really think. Oh yeah, we're getting a whole bunch of texts already. Um, <laughs> but uh, but one thing I do think is cool about Hicklin is is uh, yes, you've gone through a lot of changes with with the uh, uh, the remodels and, and 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 you know you've had bicycles for sale and and you have the barbershop stuff, but. There's there's that atmosphere there, and it's and, and we're continuing. I think that's really where our efforts have really been going to give us enough more room that you're not standing on top of the machines that you're trying to look at. We're trying to give you more room to walk around them. We've got a, a decent waiting area that has free popcorn and chips and water, and you can get right. yourself a decent cup of coffee. Come in and hang out. Go talk to the girls at Garage Gals. Decide if you need a haircut. It's pretty sweet when they do your. When they rub your head, right? It's uh, it's relaxing. <laughs> it, it is, is relaxing. They do. I find myself almost asleep when it starts happening. It's wonderful. Okay, we got sidetracked. Let's talk about MotoGP in Thailand. All right, Thailand. Uh, well, Marquez continues um, to do his business. Uh, he's not out of reach. He's so close to out of reach. There's four races left, 100 points on the order. He's got a 76-point lead over Dovizio, so all he has to do is if he can lose less a point or less when he gets to uh, gets to the next one, he's gonna he's gonna wrap up the title. 
Uh, he all he has to do is score a point, uh, right? Uh, a few points. I mean, it's not just only lose one point to Dovey, and it's a hundred percent done at the next round. If right, Dovey right. if Dovey picks up five points on him, hey, it's still mathematically possible, and you'll have to go to the f- that. But not likely. Left. I mean, he's got a not likely. There. He's got a super country mile on it. It was Marquez Davizioso, Vinales, Rossi at Thailand in finishing order. Um, it's been an interesting season. Pedrosa DNF'd. That I found interesting as well. And as we said, Tony, we've got an upcoming, uh, the penultimate round in World Superbike. For those uh, people like my brother, that means the second to the last one in Argentina. Uh, the final race will be the end of this month, October 25 through 27 in Los, at Los Sale in Cutter. If I said that right, Roman, I've said it right. Yeah. Cutter. Yeah. Cutter. Cutter. All righty. Yes, that was it. We we Cutter. briefly mentioned the Meadowlands Mile when we were talking to our buddy racer there, uh, Colby Carlisle. In the the FT Twins class, it was um, Smith with the win over Mees. Great, you know, great race. Uh, that was the last race of the season, as we'd mentioned. Carver, then Briar Bauman, Henry Wiles there in uh, – what sixth place or fifth place as it were? JD Beach coming out on a twin and pulling in sixth in the main. That's pretty. It's ridiculous. just it's it's awesome, but, right? But, that a guy from road racing can come out if after his season's over, not only qualify for the main, but place high, but high, like be a factor in the race. But PJ, let's talk about the the uh, um, between each racer, their finish, the times. At the MotoGP? No, or no, no. no. At, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, Meadowlands. The, at the Meadowlands, the the first five were within like 0.2. The gaps were 0.2 winner, 0.15, 0.2, 0.3. So you had a lead group of four to five guys that would have been throw a blanket over them at a mile track. That had to have been awesome to watch. I can't wait to watch it because they rear all this stuff. And you can actually go to BN, or I'm sorry, not BN, but uh, <laughs> Fans Choice. Fans yeah. Choice and see it. Um, and they do re-air the flat tracks as well uh, on uh, one of the channels, that which I get. So I've been watching the flat tracks just a week or two later. So you say that they, they, they could have thrown a blanket over the top six, and it sounded like they needed to. It was cold. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was a little chilly. chilly, and we didn't get to ask Colby. That was a little question I wanted to ask him. I wonder how much, you know, that's a lot colder. I would assume it's like road racing, wouldn't you? They've got to have a different compound tire for that much colder. Nah, no. it's flat track tire. Everybody's got the uh, same one. Go race. I think so. Huh. Yeah, I would I think it'd be a different compound. Speaking though. of tires, um, the, uh, the did you notice that the European teams all came out with, like, tire warmers over their tires? At the, at the Motocross Des Nations this weekend. Oh. So they had clean tires when they got to the metal grate starting grid, the metal grate start, starting yeah, pad. Well, so they weren't you? heating them. They were just keeping the mud out well, of them from packing. Um, probably yeah. a little bit of both. I uh, doubt that they were heating them, but... Heating them's not going to do anything for you, de- is it? Not in the mud. You're just making the rubber softer. It's just... It's, I think it's just something that they had them with them. Yeah. And the United States didn't do that. And, and, and you know... And, then they and, look like they're more prepared. And I think, you know, we were more prepared. I've been, uh, obviously, because I was on the road, I I was looking at social media a lot and I was looking at Ricky Carmichael and Brian Deegan and and guys that I respect. And, you know, and I think they're talking about how they want to (coughs) make, excuse me, everybody agrees that Ricky Carmichael should, 
should be the team coach. And, you know, and you look at the French team, and as soon as they get off the track, they're going back to brief the other riders on their team. Like, you know, they're, they're track paying, conditions, tra- yeah, thing, everything, share knowledge. Here's a line that I found late in the race over here or, or whatever. Or you can make the Loracos leap, even and, though they put a giant glob of dirt in front of it, you know, stuff like that. And I think two of the guys on the U.S. team probably did do that. Uh, they probably did talk to each other. I think the other teammate uh, who rides on now a different sp- bike. Now you're speculating, Roman. I'm not speculating. I, I'm just kind of going off of how that guy plays his cards typically. And I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we just, and, and not, we had Aaron on, and, you know, they're a lot better than I am. 10 times now aaron's a great guy and and, and you know what the, the with barsha though i mean we give him a lot of credit because because he's done such a 180 this year but you think about uh um the 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 justin barsha two years ago when nobody would touch him yeah he was he is a changed man i'll tell you that and i'm and i hope it's not just for us media and us fans no i, I think it's i think it's it did change him. It humbled him, and and I think he had he figured out he had to change himself in order to kind of mature, grow up, and uh, I think it just made him a better person. Do you think there was a better? We could have sent any different riders with a different result. Obviously, T- Eli Tomac is the best in the United States. We, there there should be no question about that. Do you think there's any other 250F rider? Or other any other big bike rider that could, uh, I mean, Plessinger is the champ too. Barsha, you know, he's he's he was very solid at the end of the season. No, I I think we were who we were with. That was a solid group of yeah, guys. You you can't pull one of them and say this guy would have been way better. I don't see it unless we could have got Marvin with a. <laughs> You know, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin with an alternate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Team France, we're going to yeah. go ahead and take your guy that you didn't want. But hey, we're talking about how all Team he Fran- wanted was a passport. How about every? How about everybody saying that? Uh, uh, you know that they hey, they were screwing they were, up by not picking Marvin Miskin, and, and they don't look like dummies. That's deal. for sure. No, no, no. They everybody got lucky. Everybody, because had Cal, uh, Cal- Calvin Verlandrin even placed a couple of points higher out of his race, it had been done. The way the points ran out, the Netherlands would have won that thing going away, hands down, Yeah, had Vlander not got hit with a rock in the eye and then right. not been able to contest the rest of the weekend. Yeah, they wouldn't let him, right? They would not. Right. He wanted to. The doctor said, no, you're out. You're done. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, he's got to be. He's got to be bummed going home, you know. But uh, so their season is over. Over and yeah. So what are, what are those guys? I mean, this is like the final, the perfect timing for them because they can, they are they are absolutely in the grind and and, well, and their season, season ending and their season is so much longer than ours. I mean, just in the motocross scene, they start in February, and then they're done in, in in september yeah they take a couple of breaks here and there but i mean that, they take some long ones actually long ones yes but they race calendar wise mm-hmm. almost like our regular motocross season is here in the states with with amateur racing i think we're seeing a shift in in racing in the united states and that us us older i mean i'm 41 so i'm i am a different era than 
than Some. than a lot of the uh, the fans out there and the racers. But if uh, I think we're in a real, we've we've had a shift in in focus to Supercross, and that's where everybody's focused on a pro level. That's where everybody focuses. That's where the money is. That's where you know that uh, you know we even have the the outdoor of Supercrosses is. Well, I guess that'd be Daytona. I was thinking of Monster Cup that's coming this <laughs> weekend. Daytona. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. it's definitely all geared and driven towards Supercross. Which, so, which my wife is not a fan of whatsoever. Why? Hates watching it. Really? Yep. Because of the Monster Girls? No. She thinks it's a just... <laughs> Good guess, go. Good no, guess, though. Uh-uh. <laughs> she just thinks it's stupid. She thinks it should be an outdoor. I, I think it's great. I think they're both great. I just think that... Um, I think that so much emphasis is on Supercross that it's going to be a long time before we see a I don't know a competitive uh, motocross this nation's U.S. Hey, team. So the, I hope I'm wrong. But all right, uh, I want to say a big thanks to our guest Aaron Pussinger, who uh, was just at this race that we're talking about. Kyle Redman, enduro cross racer. Ryan McCarthy from Rhino Power. Bryce Prince, a uh, fast road racer, and Colby Carlisle, the uh, um, the gentleman we caught getting on a skateboard for tacos the aft flat track singles racer who finished just behind shana texture this weekend wouldn't get us any either want to thank all of our listeners out there we appreciate you tuning in each and every week i'm tony wink for roman avila pj doran jack and leanne de leon tommy borhauerson chris bishop scott casper and ed Camp. so long next week we'll see you then thanks may i have your attention please Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report, your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.